Welcome to the No Spoon Podcast. Here are your hosts, John and Dale. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for checking out the No Spoon Podcast. Yeah, so to kick yeah. it off here, I wanted to talk to you about uh, the FBI labeling uh, MAGA as a new uh, group of extremists here, I guess, for the new the election coming up. Yeah, well, it's it's good that they're saying the quiet part out loud as uh, somebody that went to Washington, D.C. on January 6th of 2021. I can tell you a lot of Trump supporters saw this coming, uh, you know, a mile away. And um, the the intelligence agencies of this uh, of our government um, will stop at nothing to frame their political opponents. They've been doing it for a very long time. Uh, so this doesn't surprise me at all. Um, and, you know, talking about January 6th, the insurrection um, that they that they label it, you know, as somebody that was there, I saw tons of Antifa, and we've all seen the videos of, of Ray Apps, who, who is a Fed. I think we can, I mean, allegedly he allegedly. is a Fed, right? Allegedly, right? But, I mean, you know, we can, we can connect the dots. It's pretty obvious. Um, and so, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily surprise me. They'll they'll uh, they'll label you know MAGA uh, MAGA uh, supporters, uh, Trump supporters, as extremists right before the election. And um, you know, I don't want to make it a, a uh, self fulfilling prophecy, but our government's also pretty well known for false flags. Um, and so, the twenty twenty four election is coming up. So two plus two equals four. So, you know, I'll, I'll leave it at that, I guess, you know, again, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, uh, be overly pessimistic and, and I don't want it to happen. But, um, you know, it, I would just say as a, as a, uh, a word of advice for anybody that's thinking about going out and protesting, going out and making your voices heard, um, definitely do that, but use wisdom and caution, right? Don't, uh, don't be getting involved in things that could be construed the wrong way and watch out for fed posting right um no violence you know what i mean um, your pieces are it, usually it, a bad sign dis disregard anybody that's trying to uh, get you involved in anything that's violent because they're most likely working for the government <laughs> yeah honestly i think the thing that surprises me the most about this story um is how long it took them to do it. I didn't think it would be right before the election. Um, I honestly th thought that this would have been like right after last election that they were going to do this. And the whole January 6th thing going down, I figured they'd had at least enough public perception and enough boogeyman where they could be like, well, look. But now that right. the election's died down um, and people are seeing kind of, you know, things the way that... The world's going right now i mean on the brink of war on multiple fronts um with yellen you know, saying we can fund another one um which right, is right, great right. i'm sure we have she also economy. says that our economy is doing great yeah I so i feel like the rose tinted glasses for getting a new regime slowly falling off um and people are really starting to see things for the way they are and um even though they didn't necessarily like the messenger all the messages Trump tried to give people are starting to come to pass. And they're like, yeah, you know, I really hated Trump. So everything he said, I was just like on the opposite side of. But like, order wall seems great. Oh, right. you know, not going to be a pretty good idea. 
Right, that might have something to do with the timing. Um, it's because a lot of people are waking up. And I would say, to be fair, um, maybe the FBI is just now labeling Trump supporters as uh, uh, ter- uh, extremists and all this. But, but public officials on the left have been saying this pretty much since 2016. Hillary Clinton, um, with uh, her comment about deplorables, I've heard AOC um, label Trump supporters as extremists. I mean, pretty much, I mean, like, like since, since January 6th, this has been a common, you know, a common thing that they've uh, tried to lump, lump people that um, don't want their elections to be, uh, well, I'll say it this way. They want election integrity to be a thing, and, uh, and that makes you an extremist, and you need to be put on a watch list for it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're one of those people that like your rights, huh? Wait, you want to use paper ballots? That sounds dangerous to yeah. me. We can't do that. We need to we need to use some Dominion voting. You remember the hanging chads. That was an yeah. issue. Yeah. Dude, and you can never longest, that I, I honestly think that that was the election that took like the longest to complete, but it's really mind blowing to me <clears throat> that people hand counting paper ballots even though they were dealing with a hanging chad issue went quicker than us counting ballots in the twenty twenty election. Yeah, I won't I, I will never feel like like confident in an election until we go to nothing but paper ballots, okay? Yep. I'm just saying it, it makes sense. It's the hardest way to cheat. Is yeah, voter to just ID use paper, ballots paper ballots should be listen, a requirement. Listen, like I mean there are counties that do that and they do the counting very efficiently and quickly, okay? There are plenty of examples if you go out and look, if you just search and there are other countries that do it. So, I mean, I think in uh, I think in the Middle East somewhere they actually use like your thumbprint. Like you have to put your thumbprint on on your ballot. So yeah, I kind of don't want to give a, the U.S. any more biometric data. Well, they already have to. Yeah, they already have your thumbprint and your footprint from when you were born. But anyway, like the point of it is, is there there are ways to do it where you know that there's no cheating, but. We're just gonna do mail-in ba- mail-in voting because it's convenient. We're gonna we're gonna make up some kind of you know thing why everybody has to stay home in 2024, Put of course. The and then everybody, and then everybody will have to vote from home. And uh, you know that's it's 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 a bunch of garbage. Yep. All right. Coming up next, uh, wanted to go over it with you. <laughs> Trump and his allies stoking fears of Hamas attacks amid the Israel war. Um, we kind of touched on this last episode where we thought, you know, having a open border and letting in anybody without really verifying who they are, where they're from, knowing anything about them is probably a really bad idea. Um, and I just wanted to kind of touch on this. Um, you know how news is displaying it from NBC News. Um, but just kind of wanted to go over this a little bit about how, uh, you know, they think here the FBI said this week it had no information indicating a credible terrorist threat against the United States. But social media pundits who have been raising the alarm for days aren't backing down. And it goes on to say conservative social media influencers have been filling platforms such as X and True Social speculation not backed by any evidence that attacks on civilians in Israel would soon be followed by similar attacks in major U.S. cities and that people should begin preparing, including by avoiding cities purchasing firearms um so yeah. i just find it very strange that you know yahoo's telling you here you know they have no credible terrorist threats and they're they're kind of poo-pooing it and making it seem like you're really dumb if you believe this way right. um and then i wanted to touch on the next article just to show 
you know, how silly these people are. How ridiculous that is. Yeah, yeah. Well, because the DHS just... and the FBI are very concerned about lone wolf terrorist attacks. <laughs> Mayorkas tells Jewish leaders. This literally just happened. So five days yeah. ago, this lady's like, oh, you know, these pundits and these right-wing people think that there's going to be terrorist attacks. And then here's Mayorkas telling Jewish leaders that, hey, we're really concerned about lone wolf attacks now. Yeah, well, we all know Mayorkas must be one of those conservative pundits that Yahoo News or whoever is talking about, right? Yeah, NBC, well, yeah, right on well known or NBC, well known for his conservative values. Mayorkas is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah, but it, let's just think about right it logically, <laughs> right? Let's just think about it logically, okay? You have public officials in the United States that are saying on TV that we should level the Gaza Strip to the ground. And then our southern border is wide open, and we don't think that those people are going to have an axe to grind when they get here. Well, not only yeah, that, you know, they're here. I mean, they are trying to find a better life, and then they see us funding bullcrap back home. And they're like, no, I don't want to put up with this. Right. Yeah, I could see that going super swell for us all. But yeah, I just think it's so funny that certain news sites are just like, oh man, these right-wingers are so worried about this. But so is the DHS and FBI. Right. So, interesting. But, but not as worried they are about Trump supporters. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's, that's why we the, got our own classification now. Uh, Trump supporters and white supremacists are the number one threat to America right now. That's what, you know those that's low what gas our intelligence places, agencies better regulations yeah better grocery bills this is getting wild out here yeah. your tax dollars hard at work ladies yes and they are funding <laughs> here what Rand paul wants to go over um what he feels about uh this war here um it's the death tool sores on both sides of israel passed on chaos uh kentucky senator Rand paul told zero hedge that he's not too keen on involving the U.S. in the Middle East conflict. I'm not really for funding either side, the senator said. Israel is a rich country. I think they can afford to do most things. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm falling on the whole situation, that, you know, art goes out to innocence on both sides. But I, I don't want my tax dollars funding either side. Yeah, this, this should be something that we, we can all agree on. Whether you support Israel or whether you support Palestine and free Palestine or whatever, if you live in America, right, you had Nikki Haley last week talking about how we just, we need to level, we need to level the Gaza Strip because go Israel. And then this week she's saying, well, when that happens, there are going to be a lot of people that are displaced. And so we're going to have to take in all those refugees. Okay, that makes no sense. That makes no sense at all. The Cloward and Piven right? thing, problem, reaction, yeah. solution. Like, hey, we yep, have this place. This is what's And then we take in all the people that we just displaced. And, of course, those people aren't going to have, uh, you know, they're not going to have a grudge against us at all because no. we just leveled their homeland and most likely a lot of their family. So, you know, we sit here and we wonder why these, these people hate us. Yeah, and we know? need to remember, they're all kids. They're mostly yeah. kids over there. They're going to have a long time to hate us if we level their land. Yeah. Not, not a smart decision, so I kind of 
kind of with Rand yeah, and, Paul on this one. I and, don't. And what he's what he said with Israel is a rich country, like that is so true. Like a couple things on that. I saw uh, this post on Gab. This guy was talking about how he was going to church, and this is a very common thing um, when you go to your church. You know, most churches are because of their religion, because of Christianity. They are very supportive of Israel, which, again, if that's you, that's one thing. But this guy, this per, this account on Gab was talking about how um, if you could just spare, if you could just spare three hundred and eighty dollars because Israel doesn't have enough money for bulletproof vests. How much money do we give Israel in foreign aid every year? And you're telling me they don't have enough money for bulletproof vests for their soldiers? That's you know, again, like last episode, last episode, we talked about how Mossad and the IDF are top notch, according to every uh, every every agency, know, every agency, every every uh, country's uh, defense, you know, uh, agencies. Uh, Israel has top notch military, and you, but they can't afford they can't afford they can't, they can't afford the bulletproof vests. So you're gonna you're gonna have to shell out, even though gas is like four dollars a gallon right now. You need to pay for for the vest, right? And again, if you you know, regardless of what side you're on, I think Rand Paul nails it here, okay? And and it's it it also echoes again what what our founding fathers said, right? Don't get involved in foreign affairs. I I, I was actually talking to somebody at work today about, or yesterday about this. He's a he's a big uh, uh, louder with Crowder fan, and we started talking about politics, and we were. We were getting along. We were agreeing on everything. And then the whole thing with Israel and Palestine came up. And, uh, you know, he was like, yeah, you know, we, we you know, <laughs> he just started talking about it in the, in the traditional conservative sense. And I was just like, you know what? I say we don't get involved. I say if it doesn't involve us, we don't get involved. And that's what our founding fathers would say. That's what Ron Paul and Rand Paul would say. And uh, that's what actually would be the America first position, okay? Yeah, we, Not we literally have a lot of people struggling here at home, and our borders are wide open. Like, we really, yeah. it's like the airplane thing. Like, parents are supposed to put on their masks first so they can help the children. Right. Well, we've been giving money out to everyone for a very long time. And, like, right now we're in crisis, so we need to make right. sure we get our masks on so that we can... Continue to help out people who deserve it. Yeah, if people think that America is supposed to be like, oh, you know, we're supposed to be the global leaders, you know. Well, look at us. We're thirty. We're thirty plus trillion dollars in debt. Thirty-three trillion dollars in debt. Our our borders wide open. Um, and so yeah, like what you're saying, you can't help other people when your economy is crumbling and your citizens are, you know, not getting any support from their elected officials. Right. So, again, America first. Don't get involved. You know, we shouldn't be. We First of all, we shouldn't be sending all this money and foreign aid to these countries anyway. But since we are, let, we don't need to send them extra. I think I just read a, a, an article where Israel was asking for an emergency 10 billion, which almost matches the emergency 8 billion that Ukraine needed. It's like everybody, everybody. Yeah, but Yellen says we can fund both. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yellen said we could do both. Yeah. It's like it doesn't matter. Like that is such a that is such an immature way to look at it. It doesn't matter whether we can afford it or whether it would displace our own citizens. 
if I say it's for a good cause and the people on the news say it's for a good cause, then we just have to, whether we can afford it or not, yeah. because that's a terrible, that's a terrible way to look at it. A hundred percent. Yeah. We should start investing in ourselves at the moment because we really need it. Yeah. And then moving on to the last thing here. I want to read uh, your meme. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So this is from Eighth uh, Century Wood Chipper on Twitter. The uh, the uh, username is Boniface Option. Okay. And I love the way he put it. I shared it on my Gab account, and he says, "I just want to be allowed to have the same views about America that Ben Shapiro has about Israel without being called white supremacist." Is that asking too much? Right. Sure. And so what what that's referencing is, uh, you know, Ben Shapiro would argue. And, and everybody will tell you, hey, Israel has the right to exist. How many times have you heard that on the news? Well, Israel has the right to exist, right? Okay. What about America? What about you out there? Okay. Do you have the right to exist without having people from all over the world be flooded into your country against your wishes because because it's the right thing to do, right? Okay, what about, uh, you know, shouldn't Israel be taking in, shouldn't Israel embrace multiculturalism? Shouldn't they be taking in all these refugees? Well, Ben Shapiro would say, no, 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 they have a right to exist, and if they did take in all these people, then they, they would cease to exist. That's literally what's happening to America. That's what's been happening to America for a very long time. We need to stop it, agree. okay? <laughs> yep, agree with this. Nice. Perfect. Anything else you wanted to touch upon? Uh, well, I know in the in episode one we uh, we did talk about the speakership for a little bit, and I had I was thinking that um, Scalise had the upper hand, but uh, it seems like now I don't know is it is it official or is it just no? Um, they did the first round of voting today, and twenty Republican holdouts. Okay, so Most, he doesn't there's have a couple Jim Jordan. Scalise votes, a couple McCarthy votes, <laughs> some really dumb <laughs> votes. Like this right. one guy yeah. said he voted for, uh, I want to say, uh, I'm blanking on the names right now, but he voted for somebody not because he wanted him to win, but because he wanted him to have a hard, terrible job. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, there's probably some truth to that, you know. Oh, yeah, it's going to be it's... a hard and terrible job, but... But come on, that's why you voted for someone you don't like? Like, right, is that's this, not like, a real fourth good, grade freaking... Right, not a good motivation. But, yeah. Be like, come um, on, America's was, in the balance here. Like, we're, we're, there's yeah. wars going Let's on just, all across the globe. Inflation's ripping through, oh, 7% inflation, then why has everything gone up 100%? 7%, yeah, that's, that's, my butt. Yeah, it's way more than 7%. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but and then we've got was, these these people acting like toddlers. The American people yeah. right now want Jim Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. I was super happy to hear about that. So I was, uh, you know, I was a little bit surprised because it, it sounded and it's not, it's not official yet, but it does sound like Jim Jordan has the upper hand. So I yeah, think that's voting round tomorrow. Um, nice. I think that's the best pick. I hope he wins. I mean, I'd like to see maybe somebody a little bit more hardcore, but out of anyone that has a shot, it doesn't Jordan's seem a good like option. Yep. Yeah, he's he's probably the best option. It doesn't sound like Trump is really taking it too seriously, unless unless things drag on. I think if things drag on, if if 
Jordan can't get it, and if Scalise can't get it, then maybe Trump will... Or something um, crazy happens in one of these wars. Like, it could speed up the process on what... Yeah, unless... Unless we go into martial law, and then, uh, you know, the 2024 election is postponed, or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Know, so, but, uh, yeah, um, other than that, I think that was, that was all that I had. Um, so, thank you guys for checking out episode two. Um, if you, uh, if you go, we have a YouTube page now. Um, look up No Spoon on YouTube. Um, I believe the... Uh, O's are zeros, okay? So it's N zero, and all the O's are zeros. And then you can also go to my Substack. It's daleupright.substack.com. I have a tab there for the No Spoon podcast, so you can check it out.